0: Okay, so yesterday, when I was at my office, I was asking the Lord. Well, actually, it was various things I were hearing throughout the week, and I just kind of was sitting there and saying, "Lord, you know what? The push comes to shove, I really don't know what to do. It's it's amazing." And so I thought of some scriptures, because it seems like every day something different goes on in our nation. Every day there seems like some new threat. Um, you know, now I heard they're back into the mass um, transportation, that's their target now. And it's just constantly, and it kind of just wears on you over and over and over. Psalms 143.4 simply says this, Therefore, is my spirit overwhelmed within me? And it, it can not happen. I mean, I don't care how many scriptures you memorize, how many books you memorize, front to back, backwards to front, you get overwhelmed. It just comes down to it. We are but flesh and dust. And so the psalmist says, my spirit is overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is desolate. And that, that means can be stunned or stupefied. And I think kind of sometimes I get there because I just can't imagine how quickly things are unfolding. I mean, I've mentioned this before. I thought certainly that my son Jason would have some issues, uh, and my children rather, as the world winds down, certainly his children, but never thought ever I would ever see this, what's happening to our nation in my life. So, within me is desolate, my heart. So that means it can be stunned, like stupefied, like how can this, how can they possibly make that a law? It's so stupid, it's so unbelievable. And it also means taken back, and as you hear this stuff over and over from the news. In fact, I've just about weaned all news wow. out of my life because I find it doesn't edify me one bit. And, but the stuff takes you back as you hear all this stuff from all everything that's going on with our country. And every day it seems to be worse than yesterday. You know, the other day in Charlotte, sweet city, nice city in the south, riots going on down there. And I do, whether I'm in my office in my car or just watching something on the news, I just find myself shaking my head at times. And I do. I look to, he- to heaven because of being a pastor, having a church, having those responsibilities, and I say, Lord, what on earth do I do? And says, so, in fact, I-, I don't even know if I want to do. Then you hear about this horrible crime that happens, that horrible crime, finding dead people in trucks in Walmart, and you're like, what is going on? Daniel 7 says this. You know this one, verse 25 says, And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and he shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws. And they certainly are trying to change times and laws in America. You know, and then you've got, you know, your own personal issues, personal things that go on, your personal finances or health or family or marriages or children, so, at times, it can, and, and I have, at times, I can feel this wearing out. Uh, it just happens. And that word means uh, uh, harassing constantly. Now, the enemy just never never lets up. In the, uh, mostly, this means in the mental sense, just like a mental attack, harassing constantly, a wearing out and afflicting to wear out and to beat down. Okay, so... And, and I don't think it's horrible to admit that. I think it's real and true, the life that we live in. But the Bible says this. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. You say, yeah, I know that scripture. Well, that word casting means quickly. Throw it. Throw it. Get rid of it now. Get it off your back and on to the Lord. Because if you just kind of keep mauling this stuff over, it, it really will. It'll kill you. It'll just drive your face into the ground. You'll have no hope, no joy. You won't be speaking for the Lord. You probably hardly won't be worshiping God, or then you won't do. You won't be coming to church. So God tells us through Peter, casting all your care means to quickly throw it upon him. And the reason is because you can't handle it. We can't handle it. I can't handle it. I can't handle what's going on. In our nation, um, no one wants to listen to me. I mean, it's not like uh, I'm their answer. And then I thought of this verse. Because here's what we do tonight. And what we do every night, we become overwhelmed. Psalms 121.1. 1, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. Now, I know you know that scripture. and Maybe some of you have it highlighted and underlined. But look at it, that's a choice. We have a choice tonight. You know, we've got all this nonsense that's going on, maybe even in your personal life, family life, have a son that won't serve God, whatever it is. Look what it says. I will choose tonight to lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. Some of us are exhausted, worn out, just from the fear alone, not alone life and everything, but tonight for a few moments... You can choose to lift up your eyes. Forget about the news, Fox TV, the fake news, all the bickering, fighting, hating, and say, Lord, I'm going to lift up my eyes upon you. A while back, I got the idea to preach this message. I think I might have called it 20 inches, and it came from this video that I want you to watch. And this video... Uh, was done in uh, right before the election. You'll hear a couple comments that he'll say that um, will verify that. But I want you to realize, of course, I know you'll be moved by what he says and believe what he says. But I want you to also to see that the, it's in the New York Madison Square Garden and it is full of people who want to pray and seek the lord listen to what this guy tells us and then we're going to pray all set
1: if there was ever a moment that we need leaders and we need people to rise up and say you know god we don't know what to do so what we are going to do god is set our gaze on you we're going to do what the psalmist said when the psalmist said i lift my eyes to the hills where does my help come from my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And this is where our help comes from in this day. Our help is not coming from people. God will appoint people to lead our nation and we will honor them and we will pray for them. But our help will not come from people. Our help comes from the Lord. And that's why we as the people of God have an opportunity tonight to change the direction of our future. It may be tonight that the hope of the world is a 20-inch journey to mercy. Do you know it's only 20 inches to mercy? That's true for us as a nation tonight. It's true for you as a family tonight. Maybe you need some massive breakthrough of God in your marriage. Maybe your children are who knows where tonight. And you're so concerned for their well-being Maybe there's sickness or cancer or some prognosis that's crashed into your world. Maybe it's something internal, some pressure, some depression, some oppression, anxiety, darkness has just pressed into your world. And the offer is the same. It's 20 inches to mercy for all of us tonight. And the 20 inches to mercy simply represents the distance from where our knees are to where the ground is. It's that 20 inch journey from here to here that might break open the door of God's mercy in our lives. God said first we've gotta humble ourselves and pray. And we've told each other what our opinions are but have we cried out to God for what only he can do? And this proposition is powerful because it rests with the people of God. He didn't say, if those people will do something, I'll heal the land. He didn't say, if somebody will do something, I'll heal the land. He said, no, if my people will humble themselves and pray, that's going to trigger the avalanche of forgiveness and healing for the nation. And so it may just be tonight that the healing of our nation rests on the prayers of God's people. I don't know when the last time was that you were on your knees before Almighty God, but I know it's the last time you felt really peaceful about your future and really confident that the God who is your Father is fighting your battles for you. And yes, you'll have to show up, but you won't have to fight. God is fighting for you so you can step into the moment with worship in your mouth because worship, come on, it's not ancillary to the church. It's not a footnote in the church. No, that choir led them out with confidence because worship, it's so appropriate in the noonday sun. It's so appropriate when life is going great. Worship is the right response when everything's happening the way we had hoped. But I'm telling you, when it is the darkest night, worship of the living God is a wrecking ball to the kingdom of darkness. It pierces through the darkness and it ushers in the light of God's glory. And so for us tonight to bow and to pray and then to stand and to worship is to do the exact right thing in this moment in time. And so I want you to think with me right now about what it would look like if we could find our ways our way to our needs. just think of it this way imagine if I told you there was a thousand dollars under every seat (laughs) and so if you're in a theater I invite you if you're in a church I invite you in anywhere in Madison Square Garden from the top to the bottom if it's at all physically possible could we take that journey tonight and could we humble ourselves together if you can only get one knee on the ground I encourage you to do that if it's just scooting to the edge of your chair then I encourage you to do that but could we find a way all of us into this place of humility and as we bow down could we just claim this moment as a holy moment so I want to encourage you we've had a great opportunity to lift our voices tonight but could we just let this be a holy moment and i want to give you each one of us personally just a moment to say to god i don't i don't know how long it's been since you've been on your knees i want to give you a moment just to say to him god here i am I really don't know what to do for our nation, but I don't know what to do for my business right now. I don't know what to do for my wife, my kids right now. I don't know what to do about my sanity right now. I don't know what to do facing up against this addiction right now. I don't know what to do facing up against this darkness, this pressure, this prognosis. And so I'm just humbled before you, God, as your son, as your daughter, asking you to have mercy on me. just thank him tell him you do believe he's a good father he's not the reflection of your earthly dad just a bigger version of what you had he's the perfection of your earthly dad he's everything you've ever wanted and just thank him tonight tell him I believe God that you're a good father and that your plans for me are good and I believe that you're fighting my battles for me So I I let go and I trust and believe you are doing what I cannot do, accomplishing what I can't accomplish, winning what I can't win. Father, see your people, your sons and daughters, north, south, east, and west, all here bowed down before you, lifting our eyes up to your great and glorious throne, to that place where you are seated on high tonight, that unassailable throne of thrones where you hold a name that is above every name, the title that is above every title, the authority that is above every authority. So we don't idly spend these moments, no, we reach out to you, the one who holds history in your hands. And we take you at your word tonight. We take you at your word, God. And so there is no if in the equation tonight. We are your people called by your name and we are humbling ourselves And we are praying and we are seeking your face tonight. And we are turning from our wicked ways. God, we are sorry for the foolish choices we've made. Every one of us has been prideful. Every one of us has been arrogant. Every one of us has taken the wheel. Every one of us has tried to do it in our own strength and our own ability. We've walked away from your truth. We have dug holes that hold no water we have lifted up little tiny idols that can't do a thing or hear anything or say anything but yet we've been so enamored by them and by this world we've looked less distinct and more like the world we've loved the darkness at times more than the light we've been distracted and infatuated by the here and now, and we've lost sight of our great future with you. So we just say as a people and as a nation tonight, we're sorry. And we ask you, God, to help us to stand, to rise in this moment into your mercy, your grace, and your truth over our lives. Lord, we thank you that we are kneeling at the foot of a cross where the greatest of love was displayed for all of us. We thank you that there is forgiveness even now, there is cleansing even now for every single one of us, no one too far, for the power and the grace that have been displayed in Jesus. And God, we pray for our nation, we pray for our president tonight, we lift President Obama up to you in Jesus' name. We pray even in these final months you would assist him you would help him god that you would give him extraordinary supernatural understanding insight and wisdom to lead our nation strengthen and support him in every way in his family god we pray tonight for donald trump and hillary clinton one of whom in just a few days will be elected the president of this nation we lift them up to you from our knees in the name of Jesus, God. You created them. They are yours. We ask you in Jesus' name, help them, God. Support them, God. Bring people around them, voices around them, encouragement around them, truth around them, God, that would allow them to tap into your supernatural understanding, to your unshakable wisdom, to your heart of justice and truth for all people. God, will you give them the ability they could never imagine in their own strength to rise up as your man, your woman in this hour for this nation and this world. Fill them with humility, God, and courage to know that God Almighty is available. God Almighty is available. So lift us up, God, full of worship, full of confidence, full of praise in the name of Of Jesus, God. And in that name we pray that you would save this nation, save our people, and save us, God. So that you would receive glory now and forevermore. That's our prayer. That's our hope. In Jesus' name.
0: Okay, let's take our 20-inch journey. All things the enemy's thrown at you, everything that the enemy's telling you, Maybe the call from the doctor that you received. Maybe the horrible news that even some of a couple of our saints' families in here received. A nephew dying in a car crash. A niece actually being shot to death. Take those 20-inch journey and cast them upon the Lord. For Lord, we don't know what to do. But God, you do. Bring that. And did you hear him say, he doesn't know how long you have prayed. But he knows that the last time you did, you felt the joy of knowing you talked to God. And God's going to handle things. Bring your problems to the Lord. And as you come, please remember Fred. Fred Bellin had surgery yesterday. And we need Lord to strengthen him, recover him, and give him a good report. We can play some music. Saints, let's take our journey and let's pray together.